0: Yeah, no, it was a, a really good race for, for us and our team. You were able to get to the lead early and it was kind of struggling with my balance out, out in the lead early in the race. I was really loose and um, they had to make some big adjustments and, and got our balance to a better spot and still wasn't quite perfect. And uh, had some cautions work out in the first stage to get the first stage win. Um, then the second stage, you know, I got really loose and about crashed off of two. and. Then the caution came out shortly after that. Um, kind of got to re-rack them and put new tires on and um, go in that stage. So just a lot of cautions fell at the right time throughout the race. Same thing in the third stage. And then you know, the pit crew did a great job on that final stop to get us control the race and um, kind of stretch out enough to where you know, I knew they were going to be coming um, at the end and just uh, was going to hope that I had enough time to hold on, which thankfully we did. Zach Sterney, Kyle, congratulations on this. Um, that finish uh, with Bell right, right on your tail and closing the gap, were you confident through three and four that you were going to be able to hold him off? What was going through your mind there? No, I wasn't confident. When the, yeah, the 43 let us go, which I was very thankful for, and then I was like the whole way down the back, I'm like, come on, I was hoping the 38 was going to run the middle or, or top, because I wanted that clean air for the bottom. And when he pulled down the bottom, I knew I couldn't follow him um because it was just going to choke me down too much and and I wasn't I didn't really know what to do at that point so I thought my best better or, or an opportunity for me to at least hold on the lead off of four was to go to the middle and and hope that it had enough grip I hadn't been there that that, that whole run and see so, yeah, I peeled to the middle and uh was really loose and knew that Christopher was going to be able to get a run and thankfully wasn't able to get to my outside before he got to the exit um and then kind of looked at my mirror and just had to to zig and zag a little bit, and uh, he hit me square in the back bumper, and you know, kind of closed off the win for me. So, um, yeah, got much closer than I wanted it to, but uh, thankfully we were able to edge, us, edge out a win. And, and thankfully, you know, Christopher ran ran us really clean there off of four. Second question: You gave him that thumbs up coming back to victory lane, uh, passing him on pit road. What's the respect level between the two of you, and especially how things played out at the end? Yeah, I mean that was that was. You know, just me kind of showing respect and saying thanks in a way for you know, having us race it out obviously you know I'm happy because I won um, but you know he's always been a, a really fair clean racer um, you know we've had numbers and numbers of battles um, in in stock cars but most mostly you know in dirt track and and I'm typically the one that is the aggressor or the aggressive one in our in our battles and um, probably push the limit of being dirty sometimes, so you know, for him to continue to race me clean, you know, I I definitely have a ton of respect for him. You know, always always have. You know, he's in my opinion one of the best race car drivers in the world, and could do everything that I get to do outside of of NASCAR if if his team would let him. So, um, you know, it's just uh, fun to get to battle with a guy like that. I knew his car was gonna be good the whole race. Um, you know. I got to lead right off the bat and then he was kind of he was better than me there the first run. So I knew he was gonna be the guy to beat probably all race. So yeah, just uh, a lot of fun and um glad we were able to come out the winner. We're gonna go to Jeff, then the Jero, then the Jonathan, then Jerry. My question is in a similar Zayn vein, uh, vein to Zach's. Um, in terms of like the shared background that you guys have and all the, the Chili Bowl battles and various midget battles and stuff like that, like is there any special significance to take that and duel here on like a, a bigger, uh, high profile spotlight. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how fans view it, but but I really enjoy getting to you know, race a guy in the Cup Series that you know when we were starting out racing with each other, we weren't either of us in the Cup Series. So, um, you know, I think you know, his story and and all of that with with me being with Toyota and then not you know moving forward with them and then them kind of pushing him along you after. They felt like they lost an opportunity on me, you know. Was kind. Of, I I feel like I would take pride a little bit in that. That you know he is in the Cup Series maybe partly because of, of me, um, but then too. I mean he he kicked my ass for a few years straight. Like every race, I don't know if I ever beat him. Um, so yeah, I had to work. He made me work really hard to get better as a driver, uh, especially on the dirt track stuff. So um, and then yeah, we've had our, our run-ins along the way. Um, you know, just tight racing for wins and stuff and. Um, and then now I feel like we're, we actually get along and, and we talk quite a bit and, um, and then get to race, you know, with a lot of respect on, on Sundays, um, on TV in front of millions of race fans. So yeah, it's cool and, um, just need to, uh, get to race with a guy like that. And, and I'm sure he'll be, you know, one of the guys to beat at Phoenix too, when he's in the final four. Kyle back here. Um Herogara, UNLV, UNOV Row Report. Can you just like walk me through your week, right? You had you won the sprint card championship. I mean, did the Indy five hundred rookie orientation. Now you lock yourself into the championship for what's this week like been emotionally for you? Yeah, no, I mean it's been a, a memorable week, uh, a little bit maybe crazier than normal, but but my week stay pretty crazy, so it felt pretty normal in in a way, you know. Um it was, was awesome, obviously, to, to close out the High Limit Championship on Tuesday at, at Lincoln Park. And then, you know, from there, get focused on driving the IndyCar for the first time. That all went really smooth and was an awesome experience getting to to do something I've dreamt of for a long time, and that's just make laps in an IndyCar at, at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. So, yeah, the ROP went great. And then, uh, you know, came here to Vegas knowing that we we're gonna have a car capable of winning and um was able to get the job done uh without, you know, or with a lot of luck along the way. So um just a cool week and, and one that I'll definitely never forget. Jonathan field the racing experts ESPN radio Albuquerque. Uh just wanna know what was going through your mind when you were sliding out for turn two. Yeah, I mean well I was getting really loose um at that point. Um and it's so bumpy in one and two that you know when you are loose it makes it even worse going across those bumps and I got a little out of shape had a moment and thought I had it saved but usually when you do that it just it just aggravates things and it stepped out really quick and honestly was you know thought thinking I was just going to spin and then hit the inside wall and about that time you know I clipped the outside wall and uh, got lucky and then um, was just thinking that I was going to do it again because now my right rear tire was scorched. Like, it was. I was so loose, you know, for the next however many laps before the caution came out. But thankfully that caution came out, kind of got to take a deep breath and and really just forget about that, Um, try to forget about that moment as quick as possible and um, get refocused on the race ahead. As a follow-up, how do you think the racing on intermediates has evolved with the Gen 7 car over the last year? So yeah, I mean I think the, the intermediate stuff and I don't know how it looked on T V, but from my from my vantage point, I thought this was a great race. Like it was the leader never like as big as a lead that the leader got to was as much as I did that last run and then you know, they were able to still catch me you at the end and, and we have a photo finish basically. Um so whatever it is about the next gen car and I'm sure it was just an accident when they built it, but um <laughs> I mean I don't mean that like You know negatively, but you know they. I don't think anybody can draw a car up to where you're almost at a disadvantage while leading. But with the next gen car, the leader just I don't know what it is, but like you have so much more load. You know with the clean air on your car that you know it wear you wear out the right rear tire so much faster. So that's why you know the leader always gets loose. That's why I mean Bell was really loose in front of us the run before the last one. You know there was like five, six, or seven of us all close to him um every run the leader you know, is he has the most of a balance shift throughout the run so yeah it just makes the racing really tight because the leader has his hands full after 15-20 laps um and can't really get away so that's what i was fighting with at the end and it's just uh yeah it's just it's cool because you know, on tv you know, it keeps us all really close and and the finishes seem to be you know, really exciting because of it we're gonna go to jerry then the kelly then the tino then the joe Jerry Jordan kicking the tire net you actually in fourteen laps you uh the final fourteen you went from like one point five seconds ahead to point zero eight at the line so you've, you needed to know those numbers or anything, but that was how much he was gaining on you yesterday you came in here and you said you like this track, you like this round now you're locked into you know the championship what's your plan what's your goal and you know do you just trophy hunt for the rest of the, the- um yeah i mean it's it's obviously it's nice to win and lock in and and you can focus on, on Phoenix. But at the same point, you, you can't really look too far ahead of yourself. You know, There's still two other races before then that you know, I put a lot of pressure on myself going to Homestead. I want to have a, a great run there, and I want to dominate, honestly. Um, I want to you know, win both stages by 15 seconds and win the race by 30. So um, that's, that's my goal um so i I, i'm not thinking really ahead of homestead yet and then you know martinsville as well you know i want to go there and have another good run like we had earlier this year and go into phoenix with a lot of confidence and momentum so you know if i think if if tomorrow i started worrying about phoenix and then had two bad runs at homestead and martinsville i think you know that would kill our momentum and confidence for for martinsville or sorry for phoenix so just uh put a lot of pressure on myself and our team to to not get complacent and, and treat every race like it's like it like it means something. Kellycranoracer.com Kyle that kind of blows where I was going to go with this question because you you have these two weeks and you've spoken about how it helps just mentally to have these two weeks to not have to worry. So, let me shift it this way then. In 2021 when you went into the championship for, you had never been there before. You didn't know what to expect. It was all new for the first time. So, Even as you focus on Homestead and Martinsville, though, how will this feel different, having that experience, knowing what's ahead for Phoenix, when you get past these two weeks, and not having to go in eyes wide open? Um, I don't know, I mean, it's tough tough saying. I I don't really know if anything about when I was in the Final Four at Phoenix last time surprised me, Um, because I mean, Although I've never, I hadn't been in the Final Four before, you're still part of the race, so it's still another race. I I think on that aspect, it doesn't really, ch- it didn't change anything then. Um, you know, maybe, I guess, just seeing how the media week's gonna be different this year versus then. You because know, we were still kind of COVID, maybe a little bit then. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I think more than anything, it just I'm glad that I won, obviously, and locked in. But I'm I'm I like that now I can go to Homestead-Martin's and just race. Like you're not really focused on points. Like you can be a little more aggressive now. Um, you're trying to, yeah, just f- win. Really, um, is the goal. And and at the same point, you know, you don't want to piss anybody off. Um, you know, before we get to before we get to Phoenix, so that's also a goal. Um, is to you know race everybody fairly and and not you know be a part of the story. Uh, really, um, the next couple weeks, other than winning, would be great, but yeah I don't know just uh try not to get too far ahead of ourselves really hey Kyle. Uh, congrats on the win. we talked yesterday about how you felt William Byron had the advantage in being the championship favorite. Does winning this race now give you the edge? I don't know. um William still had a really good day, and you know car speed wise was probably off of what they're used to having here. it seems like this year, but Um, again I mean he took what he had and made the most of it today so uh, I haven't seen the points but I still don't uh, take my eyes off of William at all him and his team have just they've done the best job overall from start of the weekend to the end of the weekends every weekend Um, whether they win or not they're they seem to maximize their days so um, yeah but you know there's a lot of tough competitors too I think Ryan Blaney honestly he surprised me today you know I felt like this wasn't going to be a, a great round for him, but uh, or at least start of a round, and, and I thought that he did a great job today. Um, and every, every one of the teams in the round of eight, I think, were up there kind of battling. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting as we now go into these next two, and you know, thankfully we've got the win and don't have to worry about points. Go to Joe, then to Adam, then Nicole, and the Colonel Rappazak, Joseph Igo, Racing Experts, Kyle. Uh, Phoenix in the spring obviously was a great race for you. You guys led the most laps. The uh, four ends up catching you, and then a couple wild restarts at the end ultimately spoiled it. What can you, or what stands out when you look back at that day, and what can you take from that day into the championship race? Yeah, I mean, honestly, what I take from it was just a missed opportunity to win on, on my part. Um, you know, the team did everything on their end to get us in position to win. And uh, again, you know, William just executed. A better restart than me, and was able to to get that win. So there's, you know, it sucks to not win, but there's so much to be learned from that um, that that final restart and, and just really the way the whole race played out. So yeah, I mean, I'll study that a lot in case I'm in that position again, and, and try to do a better job going forward. Um, but yes, Phoenix was a great track for us. Short tracks, really in general, have been um, our strong suit, you know, this year. So. Um would love to go to Phoenix and have a, a great car again, but um as as you saw today, you know versus the spring, you like William and I were way better than the field in the spring here and and look at the field like everybody got a lot better coming back, so it's going to be the same thing at Phoenix when we get there in a few weeks. everybody's going to be a lot better than they were you know in in the spring, so just got to uh work really hard and study and and try to execute a good weekend. Ben? Hey uh, Kyle, uh, Adam Carabine Racing Um I know you won the championship 2 years ago. How does this year feel different as a group? Um do you feel you're coming in with less wins, I guess, but how does it feel different? Uh honestly, it do, it feels a, very similar. I mean, I know in the win column it it doesn't show that, but you know, sheer speed and stuff, I I feel like we've been very similar we were in 2021. Um you know, we've probably contended for as many wins as we did then. Just, uh, it's just tougher. These next-gen races are tougher to win than it was back then is all. So um, in a lot of ways, like I said, it feels similar. And I've said that all along since the beginning of the year. You know, this this feels very similar to 2021. So thankfully, we're in position like we were in 2021. And hopefully, we can you know, cap it off like we did then, too. Cool. Cool Usmano with the Arizona Republic. Congrats on the win, Kyle. Um, We've seen your team time and time again just be lights out on pit road and specifically on the money stop. Um, I'm curious what that does for you in the race car. Does that, like, pump you up? Like, what do you get out of that when you have a really fast stop for the the money stop? I love cautions and I love pit stops. (laughs) I I do. I look forward to coming down pit road. Um, I have got a ton of confidence in my, my guys, and they showed today, you know, why they're one of the best on Pit Road, Hendrick motorsports as a whole, really you know all four teams, even the development teams, all do a great job, so that's a huge thank you to the coaching staff and and everybody there in the pit department so um yeah, they've had to work on it though, for sure you know, last year we were not ranked great on Pit road um where this year you know we've been in the top two or three all season long, so yeah, I definitely look. I look forward to coming down pit road uh, right now because I know my guys can, can get me out in front. Good deal. Well, Kyle, congratulations on the victory. Good luck next week in Homestead. and We'll see you in the championship four. Yep, thank you.